to your favorite full cock. Full cock. <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping it. We're, We're keeping, keeping it. it. Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Full Coverage what with up, your you host. Manny Muay. And Laura Lee up in here. And Laura Lee with a rock with it. And Laura Lee with a rock with it. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, someone sent Laura an email like, uh, and was like, "Hey, Laura, lean with it, rock with it." And I was like, "The uh, he was sitting right here whenever I opened it, so I just like Manny read the first line." I screamed. It was so cute. That's my nickname. I love it's it. It's so good. I, I died. call him Mandy more. Mandy. 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 Mm-hmm. Mandy. We what are we names. gonna do? We have our names. We have our names, and that's just how it works, and that's what friendship is. Okay, so based on the title of this episode, <laughs> it's a little bit of an intense title. It, and we understand it's that. It's going to get hairy. It is going to get hairy. But we can only speak from experience. <laughs> <laughs> the reason we're even talking is based off of experience. And recently and there's can. been a little bit of cancel culture stimming around. And we bubbling. Just talk. It's been bubbling. It's been bubbling. And we want to talk about that a little bit. We want to deep dive in that a little bit. And we want to explain some things you guys may realize or you may not realize. We I don't think we've ever it. done an episode dedicated to cancel culture and like we just did our first episode where we talked touched on drama but that was our situation and talk, touched on like our situation yeah. specifically but we haven't like deep dove into like what canceling is how, how it, it works happens. but first most importantly of course people love the peak and pit by the way i'm so the happy the comments that are like we love the rapid fires with the peak and pit i'm like yay like i'm like oh they love it and then you have people that are like can you put a timestamp? we need a timestamp. stop <laughs> fucking talk I love it. It's a nice juxtaposition for us. Yeah, we get both. It's great. Manny, you know how we're always looking out for the perfect drink, whether it's a cocktail or mocktail? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have two words for you. Taste salud. Oh my God, Laura, are we telling our listeners our secret find this soon? Yes, we can't gatekeep any longer. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, picture this. The convenience of an on-the-go mocktail drink mix that's just waiting for a splash of tequila to turn it into a delicious cocktail. Mm -hmm. That sounds like our kind of party. You know, obviously mocktails for me and cocktails for you. Isn't the taste shocking? Their Paloma and Strawberry Margarita mocktails taste just like the real deal. So the gag is not only is the taste amazing, what about the fact that the calories... Okay, let's talk about the calories. Salud drinks mixes only have one gram of sugar and take the thinking out of the decision making. We're so done drinking our calories in 2024. Yes, we are. Also, the thought of everything, taste, convenience, and all the added benefits like hydration, immunity, and your cocktail. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a serious, serious game changer. So whether it's a cocktail with a kick or a mocktail that tastes like a dream for us sober dolls, Salud has us covered. They're the absolute best. That's why Manny and me love them. If you're ready, to try the best mocktails out there, head to tastealude.com and use full 10 for 10% off your first purchase. Cheers to that. And honestly, cheers to authentic flavors. Let's drink to good taste and good health. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. 
The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Okay, peak and pet, peak and pet, peak and pet. Um, okay. I'll start with my peak. Start with your peak. So my peak is I hired a personal assistant. Fuck yeah. Woo! Snaps, snaps, snaps. So as I think I've explained to you guys before, I had one in the past, like in 2016 or 17. Mm -hmm. One of those two years I hired one. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. And then she helped me build my brands. And now she works with my brands and all that stuff. She no longer does personal assistant stuff. She does big job stuff. Yeah. Um, she directs both of the brands. So, you know, it came time to hire an assistant and someone reached out to me that I had already been working with on other projects. Mm -hmm. And um, they're like, do you need a personal assistant? I have time. I can do it. I can, and I've already, I'm already a personal assistant for this celebrity. Mm -hmm. So I know how to like do it. Like, like I, I know, know how to do. to do it. Did I tell you the celebrity? I'm not, you didn't tell me. I'll tell you off camera, but you're oh. going to be like, is it shocking? Wow. It's going to be much better with you. It's going to be a much better situation with you than I'm sure she had to deal with. <laughs> I was like, oh. Uh, interesting um so i hired her and she just started on monday so it's all fresh and new but it's already been like a lifesaver and it's already been so spectacular and great and i'm so looking forward to how much more is going to happen and get done and how much more time i'm gonna have to focus on things that i need to be focusing on it's all just gonna be great honestly having an assistant is, is like a game changer it, it is a game really changer. is i've had an assistant my current assistant i've had for over a year and some change i've had i think four assistants in the last like five years yeah it's like always like a year like the last like a year and i'm like shit's not going well yeah you know or like things just yeah. kind of like go downhill in some way that i'm like uh so the less the assistant i have now has been my longest lasting assistant mm. she's great she's busy with school but it's nice i have her the days i do have her mm -hmm. so it's like i'm so excited for school to be done so i'm like let me bring you on for more hours. Yeah. Cause I want more help. You're like, especially now. Especially now. Especially, especially in the middle now. of my mood. Like, it's like, I actually, like, I need. You need the I help. Need, I need the extra help, like, genuinely. It's so crazy. Yeah. So, so, so she just started. She just started. And how many days a week is she going to work? Um, I'm just going to have it fluctuate based off my schedule and, totally. like, what I need her for. I honestly need her five days in a week. But this is my plan. I have to get her trained on, like, how to do things when I'm not there, 100%. like, on her own. Mm -hmm. And, obviously, she just started this week. But once I get her trained and she's able to come in and do things and work without me being there, that's whenever I'm going to load her up on hours and be that's like. That's the magic. Because the thing is, I'm like gone next week, mm -hmm. and then three nights out of this week, three afternoons, I'm gone. I'm gone all day today, so it's mm -hmm. like I don't have time, so I only had two two days this week to like train her to do stuff because right now I have to be there with her to teach her. But, you know, again, I had an assistant for a few years, and then she moved up. Mm -hmm. And she does bigger things for us now. So I lost that personal assistant and then COVID happened. So I was like, definitely not hire an assistant. Right. You and then I, I found myself in this weird space because it's hard to hire a personal assistant to do personal things for you and to be in your home if you don't know them. It's very weird. 
it makes it weird. And I'm a little bit peculiar in that area in my life. Like I like to trust people. Mm. I'm not, I just will not let anyone in. I'll be honest. I won't let obviously anyone in, come on in and let me tell you everything I'm doing and my whole life. But this person I had already been working with, I think a little over maybe a year now Mm -hmm. with stuff with Minim. And she offered and I'm like, I've already gotten to know you. I've worked with you multiple times for Mm -hmm. hours and on hours in. And I love your vibe. You're very on board. This person's very on board with what I'm doing with my vibe, how I want my brands to run, like very up to date with with everything going on, you Mm -hmm. know, very in tuned with social media. Mm -hmm. She's very current, very vibey. And I'm like, this just could not be more perfect because, you know, it's just scary hiring someone and then it them turn out to be like it just be an insane situation Mm -hmm. in your private life and that is like i would rather just not have an assistant than deal with that so that's what led me to the point of not delegating tasks and not having an assistant but this just like fell in my lap and i feel like i manifested it in a weird way because i keep thinking oh whenever i would do minuscule tasks Mm -hmm. they would take me hours Mm -hmm. like i would think to myself i really should consider getting an assistant 100 percent so like that thought kept coming into my mind and then I would con- continuously push it out because I'd be like, no, because I don't want to deal with someone to get a crazy in here. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to get a crazy. You in never here. know. Like, really? You don't you ever don't know. know. Mm-hmm. And so it, like the thought just kept popping in my mind. And then she asked me and I was like, wow, I feel like this is my one chance to get someone who I already know. Yep. To work for me because my family, I would definitely like lean on my family more, but they don't live here. A hundred percent. It makes it way harder. It does. I like, lean on my family a ton. I would. I would. I absolutely. My assistant's not like a family member. She's like my assistant. No. That also helps run Lunar Beauty for me, which is really nice to have with socials. Well, you know, the person that I hired on, my God, six years ago, I want to say, that now Mm -hmm. does, runs the brands. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know her at all. I didn't you, know and her sometimes at you have all. a winner. And and sometimes you get a sometimes winner. you're a winner, but I just feel like how lucky can you get twice? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. That ain't gonna happen to me twice. Lightning ain't striking two Lightning times. Lightning is not happening, mm-hmm. striking not twice. Spot. So I feel like in this case, it just was a really great scenario. And there there's one thing I really look for an assistant. And it's a thinker. Mm-hmm. Like there are people who float through life. And I think both types of people are totally okay. And I think there are jobs meant for them. And there are jobs meant for certain different people, you 100%. know? And like, I like thinkers, people who a want. go get her. Uh, yep. Do you have initiative? Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's like, if I tell you to organize this drawer, am I going to have to tell you every little thing to do, where to put every little thing? Or is that common sense ticker just automatically? You need gonna- someone with common sense. I need someone more. with common All sense. All my other assistants had no common sense. Oh, I, would I need say. someone with common sense, Manny. You said it. Mm-hmm. I need no, someone with common you sense. You want someone that's not going to be baby. Like the whole point of an assistant is to help you out, yes. not you having to con- constantly help them out with stuff. Yes. I'm like, dude, yes. I need you to be a thinker, be an it's active like thinker, that active listener, active all that stuff. Active thinker. It's active, active thinking. thinking. And, um, it's a skill you develop and some people have it automatically. Some people learn it. Some people develop it and some people just never fucking get it. Mm-hmm. And you never know what you're going to get. Totally. Because in interviews, everybody's a thinker then. You know what I mean? Of so, course. Because you're interviewing. With my experience with this person, I already knew they were a thinker. Mm-hmm. And that was like a green flag for me. When you're do like we hear perfect. the word green flag? Never. never. We should I've, use that I've been more. saying. 
so Everything's right. Everything's a red I flag. And I love saying red flag. I when love saying that's a red flag. Mm, that's a red flag. See? I love saying we it. We should start saying things green like flag. green flags. It's a green flag It was right a there. green flag for me. And so I had her organize my makeup drawers. And there was one thing she did that said, you're an act, that made me go, yep, I knew it. You're an active thinker. When she was organizing the drawers, she was moving my makeup up around. And that's like my livelihood. That's like how I work. I need to know where things are. Yes. She moved. All my lip drawers were like overflowing with shit. 100%. So she moved all my hydrating lip products, such as chapsticks, lip oils, moisturizers into my hydration drawer with my primers and my moisturizers and it made more sense because it makes more sense so that Mm -hmm. way color lip products have more space and i was like that is active thinking like that's what you need like that was it that Mm -hmm. was that was it for me i was like you knew Like, thank I was God. like, so you get it. Like, you get yes. it. You're, you're putting, you're making things make sense. You look at this project and you go, okay, what's going to make sense for me if I'm getting ready or I'm pulling product? This would make sense. Do you know how hard it is to find a fucking active thinker? It- Let's have that conversation. It is, because uh, the thing is, in an interview, you don't know if someone's an active thinker because you haven't had them do. Manny, I'm, sometimes I, I'm you rip words out of my brain, brain and I just. And I just articulate them. Yep. Right as I'm pulling out of you, yep. and I just say it. Literally, it is so hard. And the thing is, I almost like I want to do this where I'm like, I'm gonna give you a month trial period. Like I'm, I'm getting to that point where I'm like, if I'm gonna hire someone else, because I'm looking for another to get another assistant to have my assistant now help a little bit more with lunar stuff. So I'm like, I'm gonna need a trial, a trial run, a month. You can work with me for a month. I'm just I need to see if you're an active thinker, thinker. active listener, where it's like <laughs> if I can just say something one, this is my biggest thing. I need follow-up. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest pet mm-hmm. peeve is like when I say to do, some, do something, let's say the task does get done, but I'm not told the task is done. Mm-hmm. I need to be, I'm, I don't want to be thinking, like, oh, fuck, did I get done? Having to message you, doing the whole thing. I'm like, I need to know if it got done and when it got done. I find that with assistant work, if you're constantly having to tell someone how to do something, a follow-up to see if they did it, I don't, sometimes, sure, that's going to happen. But totally. all the time, then what's the point in having an point? assistant? Just do it yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, I want my life to be easier, not harder. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's the one. Well, I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. I'm glad Thank that you. that is your fucking. It's just a one, but it's gone really well. And like anything I've asked her to do has just been spectacular and exactly what I needed. So I'm really yes. looking forward to this and I have really high hopes and I think it's going to be spectacular. And I already told her, like, if you want to do things outside of personal assistance, I do have those areas for you. Obviously, once you prove that like you can do things yeah it's all good those areas are wide open for you with my businesses and what i do Mm -hmm. and i told her you know if you want to turn yourself into an influencer after this or you want to start a brand i'm not the type of person that's like she's copying me or she's just taking i said take everything you can possibly take from me learn everything you can possibly learn and then go use it in your own life that's what i literally told her on day one i love that yeah so i think it's gonna be so sweet i want to work for you Come on, baby. Come on. I want to be your active uh-uh, thinker. You're too expensive. I cannot afford to hire you. I cannot afford to hire you. You're going to be $10,000 that. <laughs> no. Nope. No, 100%. I'm glad. Manny, you know how we're always looking out for the perfect drink, whether it's a cocktail or mocktail? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have two words for you. Taste salud. Oh, my God. Laura, are we telling our listeners our secret? Find this soon. 
<laughs> yes, we can't gatekeep any longer. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, picture this. The convenience of an on-the-go mocktail drink mix that's just waiting for a splash of tequila to turn it into a delicious cocktail. Mm-hmm. That sounds like our kind of party. You know, obviously mocktails for me and cocktails for you. Isn't the taste shocking? Their Paloma and Strawberry Margarita mocktails taste just like the real deal. So the gag is not only is the taste amazing. What about the fact that the calories? Okay, let's talk about the calories. Salud drinks mixes only have one gram of sugar and take the thinking out of the decision making. We're so done drinking our calories in 2024. Yes, we are. Also, the thought of everything, taste, convenience, and all the added benefits like hydration, immunity, and mm-hmm, your cocktail. Mm-hmm. It's a serious, serious game changer. So whether it's a cocktail with a kick or a mocktail that tastes like a dream for us sober dolls, Salud has us covered. They're the absolute best. That's why Manny and me love them. If you're ready, to try the best mocktails out there, head to tastealude.com and use full 10 for 10% off your first purchase. Cheers to that. And honestly, cheers to authentic flavors. Let's drink to good taste and good health. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home. And then there's a version of it where you have someone help you. You watch them do it the right way. And you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Thank you so much to Smalls for sponsoring this portion of full coverage. You guys, cat food, it's been the same forever. And it's time that we move our cat food from like just little kibble and little hard little pebbles to, you know, get into the 21st century. And that is what Smalls is. I love Smalls cat food for mm-hmm. my cats. I, You know I'm a cat mama. Yes. And we feed our cats wet food for sure. We always have. But I've always, you know, looked at the ingredients and I'm like, I don't know what's right. You guys, Smalls is the one and my cats actually like it. Smalls was started in 2017 when a couple of guys were at home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. A few short years later, they've served millions of meals to cats around the world. I am absolutely obsessed with that. I think that it's so cool that they are doing that. And I just, you know, we want to feed our little furry friends the best things that we can feed them. So give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash full and use promo code full at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use our code full for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code full for 50% off your first order plus free shipping.
Laura, what was my peak? Um, your peak was. Well, I, I know just your told pit. it to you. I know. I know my, your pit. Wait, what's my pit? The move. Let's the see move. Your pit. Okay, that was my pit. I'm just gonna move. We're gonna go opposite. Yep. My pit. So, as excited as I am for the move, I am so excited. I'm actually in the new place now, and I'm so thrilled. He's loving the location. And I, I'm reaping the benefits. Like the day one, I was reaping the benefits. Like from the moving in, it's just chef's kiss truly isn't it the problem is that since my house before was bigger mm -hmm. and had more rooms mm -hmm. and i'm downsizing i'm currently downsizing while moving in at the same time and doing them both at the exact same time is so hard i'm like literally struggling like every single day because like i want to get things done like in the house but i'm so busy too that it's like i have so much going on like with manny Mui stuff with work with lunar beauty everything going on that i'm like fuck i have to deal with also unpacking everything and i'm, and I'm tired sometimes yeah and i don't want to have to unpack and then when i unpack something i'm like fuck dude this shouldn't even came here yeah it should have been given away or donated or thrown away yeah but it's making space in the new place and i don't have as much space yeah you know what's funny i actually got a comment recently and it was a comment on my channel and it was like uh it's it was such a rude ass comment oh no it was what such are you a rude about ass to say it was um it was part of like my i was like oh i'm gonna be moving it was like my moving video and i was like moving out i'm going to a, a place i'm like downsizing my personal space and they were like it was like oh thank like no wonder you're downsizing your views are lower um, I'm pretty sure this house was more expensive was. than your last. And that's what I was gonna say. I was like, uh, it's funny because like it's actually you're hundreds of thousands more. You're actually okay, guys. He's this is how LA works. <laughs> yeah. He's moving into a way more popular area than where he yes. was at. Yes. So when you do that, you're going to pay more for less, for less. space. So you're Manny more for less. is upsizing <laughs> in rent and in mortgage, rent. I should say, because he bought this house mm -hmm. in mortgage, mm -hmm. and he is from his last but downsizing in space and yes. that is the la and that's way just the LA way and, and that's, that's because he's very successful <laughs> and, is going so cute. To continue. and i love you i love you so much like it was just like i saw it and i was like my place is more expensive than that my old my first i was i was like i'm actually paying more money now you're going like, to a smaller um, place actually i'm upgrading i'm actually upgrading but yeah. i was just cracking up because i was like Actually, I'm not only am I like slightly downsizing from the size of it because it is just going to be me living there. And mm -hmm. I also like, why would I need a big place for just me? It doesn't make sense. So I'm like, I'm downsizing my place, but I'm downsizing at the same time as moving. So it's like this very strange thing where I'm trying to do all of it at one time. And so my place is like stacked with boxes right now because it's like I'm missing a whole room. Like, for example, I had five bedrooms in my last place. This one has four. So it's like a whole room of stuff that I had is now like where am i putting that stuff and i'm sure like even like because i know you and have like multiple smaller. like balconies and like living yes, rooms so yes. i'm sure like the all furniture, that furniture has got to go somewhere just like even things that are like go in closets where it's like West i don't have as closets. many closets so i'm like okay like i have to like kind of figure that out so at the same time as i'm figuring everything out all that's going on so it's like what are you gonna do with all the stuff that you can right now we're like currently in this like i'm trying to put as much stuff as i can in my garage that are things i'm going to be donating because like there's this company mm. that will come pick up your donations oh, that's so nice. that's what i'm doing so i'm like so i'm but the problem is like having to put everything into my garage do you know that you like inspired me because mm. like obviously you've been like sending me like you're like look at all the shit like mm -hmm. you'll send me a little video and be like this is all the shit i gotta go through or like look how packed out this space is like i gotta go through all this and get rid of all mm -hmm. this 
you've made me realize like how packed in my home I am. So I started looking around. And you're like, oh fuck, uh, am I a hoarder? I was like, yeah. oh my god, every cabinet is full. Every room that I don't you don't use, realize you don't realize it. Though, you don't. It just slowly all. starts it to builds. pile up. And so, baby, you had me for the past month. Every weekend, I have been taking the time to any space in my home that I'm not actively using to go through every single nook and cranny, mm -hmm. every closet and pull out shit that I'm not using and get rid of it. Yeah. I had a pile of furniture that I gave to my neighbors last, this coming weekend mm -hmm. that had been in my spare bedroom that I wasn't using. I'm like, someone can be using this. So I gave it to my neighbors. It's because of you. Yep. And I told Aaron, I texted her, I said, you're coming home this weekend. You're going to help me clean out the spare bedroom closet because it's filled with pillows and blankets and just clothes and just see, shit. Okay, like see that, that's shit. what I'm talking about. It's like the pillows, blankets and sheets. We don't use and I, it. And I'm like, I don't use any of this stuff and especially because i was buying so much new stuff in the new place i'm like where's all that old stuff gonna go get rid of it so the fact that it had a, it came with me because i was like the especially with the move crunch i had you know it was like a fast turnaround yeah because i had to be out by a certain amount of time while the people had, had to come in yeah so i was like i can only just like literally make it go to the next place and then figure it out here yeah so now i'm at the figure it out here part with everything in my house. Wow. Like literally I've been in my house for like about a week and a half and I haven't even had Laura Tyler come over cause I'm like, I can't like even fit you guys in the house yet. Like it's too yeah. much going on. I feel like I just need to come over and overhaul. But my way Don't of organizing is, is getting throw. rid of everything. It's throw it I all. will get rid of everything mm -hmm. because I have learned I like space more than I actually like having things. I would rather yep. have an open closet and like open the closet and there'd be a few open shelves than rather just shit piling, piling out everywhere. I, and I'm like, yep. I don't even, I'd rather have like a relaxed space where you open it, you can breathe rather than open it and just be full of shit that I'm like holding on to. Mm -hmm. It's what it's called. It's called you know fucking shit. It's fucking shit. And the gag is too, do you know what really killed me? It was like all the other rooms I have in my in my house, they're the closets what's in there, the junk that's in there, coming to this place in boxes. I, and I open it, I'm like, what oh even my, is this? And you this? don't even know where you're gonna put that stuff. I, exactly, like, so that's why I'm I like, do? what the fuck? Like, I'll literally open a box and I'm like, why is this even here? Like, I don't even want this. Like, it, that's what overwhelms me is fucking shit like that. I think you just have to honestly donate 90% of it. That's what I'm doing right now. And if you need something later, I'll You're in it. a situation where it. you can afford to get I it. I will have to get it. But and it's like, and it's, it's not like I'm giving away crazy shit. It's no. like, okay, I can give away this, like these five pillows I'm not going to use. Five throw pillows you're not going to use. Go, get out of here. 10 pairs of sheets. The, you need two. I need two. Get rid of the rest. Li it's that's stuff what, that's like that. where I'm at. All these I don't old need lamps five comforters. That you, you don't. See, that's what I, I was two. getting rid of. That's what I was getting rid of. That, I was like, stuff like that. why is there 87 normal pillows in this closet? Mm -hmm. Why every, do I have five duvets? Every bed in my home has pillows. We don't need any of these. No, so I was like, at. Aaron, we're donating. We're getting rid of all of it. This is where I'm at. So that's currently my pit right now because I'm in the process of like, and the thing is too, it's really frustrating because I'm so excited about de decorating stuff. But I'm overwhelmed by having to get rid of stuff before I start decorating stuff. Yeah, you got to get, so get, get rid of it. You have to get rid of it first. You got to get rid of it. You know, so that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, that's my current pit. You need to I want to scream. Get, go through every box with the mindset of, I don't want any of this shit. You need to fill your garage, slam full of stuff to get rid of, and you need to call that truck. And, like, and come get then, it. Boom, only boom, then, boom. you start decorating. Yeah. Because it's not going to be a pleasurable experience until you clear it out. I know. It's really you just not. You got to get rid of everything. I agree. You gotta keep the major stuff. And you gotta clear out. At least like my, I got stuff for like my room so I can just like live in it. Yeah. So that's starting to kind of come together. Like you finally with, got your bed. I got my bed in. I'm so excited. I have my nightstands in, my media stand. Like I'm so trying to get stuff. Furniture. The dresser. So I have like that stuff there, but now I'm like, okay, I want to like 
start doing more, but I can't because there's too much stuff. So much stuff in the way. Yeah. That makes sense. It's going to be a lot to go through. And that's where we're currently uh, right now. See, this didn't happen to me because whenever I moved into my house, mm -hmm. I was moving from a two-bedroom apartment. Bedroom apartment uh -huh. So the house was empty, and I uh -huh. was like, I have four boxes. I need stuff. <laughs> I was like, I have nothing. But if I move now, mm. Tyler literally looked at me. He goes, I said, what would we do if we had to move now? And he goes, Oh, we're stuck. We're fucked. We're stuck in like this house. Like, that's what's like, it's like we cannot. You don't even realize how planted you are in your own place until yeah. you start to try to move. And you don't want that. Like you don't want that. You don't. We're not <laughs> trees. We're not meant it to stay hell. in one place. It was fucking hell. And it's like even me. Like it was hell for me and so hard for me. And I'm not even doing like the brunt of the work compared to like the movers and like my assistant and my mom. Thank God and my brother and my dad and like all, everyone helping me because I'm still so busy doing other stuff that I got to get done. Yeah. You're just going to have to dedicate one full weekend to it. It's more than that. Okay. A weekend that's not even close to enough. What are you no, going to no, no, do? No, no. Don't just give me a weekend. Manny, Don't what are you, you going to do? It's like I need a full. I feel like, week. listen, if you woke up at 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. on a Friday morning mm -hmm. and you work till 10 o'clock that night. I get a lot done. And then you work up at 6 a.m. that Saturday morning. And you just hustle through sweat is, and tears. See, that's my problem is I don't want to do that. Yeah, I know. And also, like, I have, like, other things to do. I don't want to fucking do that, dude. <laughs> I want, like, because I'm so busy and tired from other things. Yeah. I'm like, I want to have, like, my, so, like, what I'll you do is at nighttime, time. I'll play a show while I'm doing, like, while I'm yeah. unpacking and, like, yeah. while I'm getting shit done. I'm like, okay, I'll play something while I, so I can kind of get the my you time. The fastest way to do this is get rid of most of it. And that's what I'm and doing. And you know that that's going to be the fastest way. And that's what I'm doing. Instead of like, you know, trying to find a spot for all of it. It's hard. Yeah, I know. I, I know. found my peak. Oh, what is it? I can't say it. Just turn. You but can say it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> care. Okay, my peak is that Surreal Life comes out this month. Oh, that's, that's right. That's what it is. I just Surreal Life. my calendar. Surreal Life comes out this fucking month. You guys, I'm so excited I'm to see so, this. I'm like so shook because I literally just showed like a mini baby promo. Like yesterday last night it looks so and I was good like, already wait it looks so, so good real life already? is happening this is the show i filmed last year in mexico city for three weeks where i have like you know i lived with seven other people in the house seven other celebrities and it was like the craziest experience ever and it's finally coming out on the 24th i'm so excited guys because there's like drama emotions run Lord high knows some tea. Manny has Lord told me tea. So I almost called you tea. Tyler. Manny <laughs> has told me some tea, so I'm really excited to watch. We will be promoing wait. it. You will know when wait. it's out. Don't you worry. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited. It's gonna be on VH1. It'll be on VH1. Like, not me actually going into like a reality show. I'm excited. A real one, not like a YouTube one. A real like TV show. It's gonna be so sick. I'm excited. I'm really, really excited. We're all excited for you. Yay! Okay, now it's your turn. Um, so I'm I'm left with my pit now. My pit. pit. Guys, this is hilarious. But we have next door like the app and like. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered. Yeah. <laughs> I just like to go on there and see the drama of the neighborhood because mm -hmm. it's literally I'm going to be very honest. It's always Karen's bitching about stupid shit. Of course, like dumb, the dumbest shit ever. The dumbest shit ever. That's what next door is probably. That's literally That's the what next. And then there's every now and again, someone will post something reasonable that we all need to oh, know like, about. Oh, and the rest of it is just Karen's complaining about things that don't need to be complained about but i'm on there baby because that shit is entertaining yes okay and you're also on there because you are the topic oh okay listen no i was on there scrolling through and i'm like smacking eating food and i was reading this popcorn one like this yeah and i'm like mm -hmm, give me give me the neighborhood drama baby give it to me so suddenly i start reading about myself on there <laughs> my old house someone <laughs> complained about my house and i'm like what so here's the thing we decorated for halloween 
We put some skeletons up that we had gotten at Target a couple yes, of years back. Cute, cute. I put them up every year. Erin really wanted to decorate before she moves away because remember she moved away October 1. So mm -hmm. she's going to be gone for the whole month of October. And she was like, Laura, you're going to let me decorate before I leave because she loves uh, holiday season. decor in decor. general. Yeah. Thanksgiving, Christmas, all of it. She loves. Love and I it. told her, I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to do anything this year because like it's just me and Ty at the house. Right. She's like, bitch. Yes, you are. She's like, we are. We are. So I was like, fine, let's do it. So it was like the second week, third week in September, I believe it was. And so we put up our stuff. And this man wrote this article complaining that we put up our Halloween decor in September. Too early. Too early. A week, the weekend before October. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's definitely talking about me because we're the only ones on the street that have the decor up. And then he specifically starts talking about my decor. So then I was like, like I was like, oh, okay. Me. At first I was like, am I just thinking it's me and just thinking about myself? Like, oh, it's me. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, nope, bitch, he's talking about me. By the way, this is a total boomer, this man. I want to give him late, late 70s, early 80s because he has a profile picture. And so, like, I know. Like, bitch, I also, know like, what you look like. Why would you ever have your profile picture like, on the next door app? Are fucking you crazy? Mind? Have you lost your fucking mind? Like, an, out here running your mouth? Sure. Like, come on. At least he must think it's literally he must think the 60s again. He does. He does. He's having a a, a break. He literally said that I we, we shouldn't be decorating with skeletons. So then for a second. <gasps> oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Yes, you're right. But what what did he say about he it? He was like basically saying like people have died and we shouldn't use skeletons as decor. So for a second there, I was like, wait, are we not supposed to use skeletons? Like, of course, I'm like, wait. And then I was like, no, because then what? me and Ty walk and ride our bikes all the time around the neighborhood. Yes. So we see a lot of the neighborhood. We actually go into other neighborhoods. Everyone has got skeletons. And then, you know, because I'm like consciously looking at this point. Yes. I'm like, am I in the wrong here? Mm -hmm. And then I'm I, everyone has got them. And I'm like, Target is selling like baby skeletons, cat skeletons, dog skeletons. Like it's like a cute little Halloween theme it's thing. It's a Halloween It's thing. meant to be gooey and gory, like scary, right. spooky season. It's, spooky. it's called spooky season vibes. Um, so then I'm like, no, I'm good. This man has lost his He literally mind. is over here thinking you're an agent. He's just fucking mad. Literally. Clearly he's bored. Like I, I have so much more stuff to worry about than someone else's Halloween decor. He's mad that I put it up early. He's mad how I decorated my house. With and he, he is going to complain. And his complaint has been heard. You know, next door is his most used app. Absolutely. You know, that's his like Absolutely. number one. Like, you know, the apps, the four apps that it shows you, next door is his number that's one. That's his number one. And uh -huh. so now I've decided we're going to keep the skeletons up through Christmas and we're going to put little Santa hats on. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> I think that makes it even better. I just think they should for definitely him. just really. Just for him. Just really, really for just him. put the nail in the coffin for him. But let me just say this one thing. Um, mm -hmm. I know COVID happened. And there wasn't like any decor up. Everybody just like quit decorating. I'm like, I don't know why. It just happened that way. Uh -huh. I guess people weren't in the season for good reasons. Yeah. And 2021, I noticed there like wasn't a lot. I was like, is no one in the spirit anymore? Like, am I the only house who cares? This year, there are so many houses decked the fuck out in my neighborhood with mm -hmm. Halloween stuff. Mm -hmm. And I would like to be a narcissist and be like, I think I inspired this. I bet you did. I think I set the premise and was like, bitch, we're starting in September and we're going all out.
And you yep. guys are going to have to keep up. And my neighborhood definitely took note because suddenly everyone's got decor everywhere. This one house had dead heads hanging from all their bushes. Dead human rotting heads hanging. And I love that shit. I was I like, love give it that. It's to like, I me. love the spooky season. I love the vibe. Maybe like, but you know, it, it was hard though for the first, those like two years. That of course. It's very like. No one's really in the in the spirit for, for anything, good reason. Even for Christmas, for yeah. None even of it. I was kind of got burnt out on it. And even yeah. I told Aaron, I was like, I just don't think I'm gonna like do much this year. And she was like, Bitch, it's she checked me at You're the door. Doing it's 2022. It. Put yeah. the fucking decor up. So I did it, and I love it. And I'm gonna continue to make it even better and greater. And I'm gonna keep buying stupid shit and putting it on my house. I cannot wait for this man to send another message on next door. Baby, come on, come ring the doorbell next time. And I cannot wait for you to put the little the Santa hats on them. Ring the doorbell next time. I'm Please. gonna I'm gonna write to him on next door and say you can just you know where I live. Ring the doorbell. Just come up. We just want to talk. No. What if he like steals your skeletons? Like, what if he goes crazy? Then steal them. I would love because I would love to post that footage. That would be, dra- that would that be, would like, be drama. That would be so fucking funny. That would be literal like Please. next door drama. Please take my target skeletons. This is the kind of this is the chill drama that I'm like invested in. This is the in. drama I want this, in my life. Yes, because you're like baby. This let's is fight. Normal. Let's battle. Normal real life drama. It's normal. That is so surface level. Mm-hmm. This is the shit I'm asking for. This isn't for. the cancellation drama. I'm not looking for cancellations. I'm looking at an angry neighbor. And by the <laughs> way, I've never had an angry neighbor before. Which this person doesn't. I don't even know where this person's live. He, my neighbors, we love each other. I have really good neighbors. I'm blessed because some of it's our friends like have that. had really fucking Doozies. bad neighbors. Mm-hmm. Like that have parties till 3 a.m. And both my neighbors are fucking amazing. I have three sets of neighbors. And then I have people across the street. And all three, we all communicate 24-7. I love that. Yeah. Like literally last week, I had all of them. Something happened in our neighborhood. And my gate was ringing. And I went outside. And it was four grown men standing there. And no. it was all my neighbors. They had all teamed up like superheroes. And yes. They were, they were like, where's Tyler? And I was like, bitch, I don't know. I'm <laughs> And they're like, this and I don't want to say what happened, but they were like, this happened and we're on it. I was like, yeah. you guys well, go get them. Go, go get them, team. Like our neighborhood, we're very as one. So I yes, know this person that's complaining. Does, we are a unit. You're a unit. We are a glorified unit. Yes. And I know this person doesn't live on the our neighborhood street. watch. Literally. If I told the neighborhood watch and all these guys what someone complained, they would literally hunt this person. They down. would. And they would find his little profile picture. They would. Imagine you just live in your neighborhood. He lives in like 20 fucking streets over. <laughs> It's you, Manny. It's you. <laughs> I the- use the face app app to go old. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine. Anyways, That's I'm hilarious. talking about this drama because this is the drama I asked for. This is the drama we asked for, and not the drama that we're gonna be talking about. Yeah, and it's a perfect segue into our break, and then we're gonna talk Ooh. about the actual topic. Okay. So we'll be right back after this. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
We are so excited to tell you guys all about what is keeping us hydrated and healthy, and that is Taste Salud. As many of you know, Manny and I love a good glow on the skin, and skincare is great, but hydration starts from within, babes. Salud's Hydration Plus Immunity Drink Mixes get straight to the root. Get ready to sparkle from the inside out. They're the ultimate drink mix with a two-in-one benefits, one gram of sugar only, and authentic agua fresca flavors. No, because let's talk about it. Hydration and immunity for the healthy glow, low calories, and authentic agua fresca flavors. Are you kidding me? Baby, you have me at agua frescas. Flavors like Jamaica and horchata are nostalgic as hell to me. You know, it just takes me right back to when, you know, I was at family functions and, you know, the, the parties in the backyard. And it just really, just really makes me feel good drinking them, to be quite honest. And I can constantly drink them without worrying about too much sugar, which is lovely. I personally love their clean ingredients. They're also vegan and gluten-free. They're so yummy and easy to incorporate into your daily water. So if you're ready to hydrate your body inside and out. So if you're ready to relive nostalgic moments. Head to tastesalude.com and use code FULL10 for 10% off your first purchase. Taste the goodness, embrace the nostalgia, and cheers to health, babes. Okay, guys, and we are back. We are back in the brows are filled. Hey, Back hey, in the rest. Hey, hey. <laughs> you know what's funny? I stopped doing that song on my channel. Why? Because I, I stopped doing the sister I've song no, too. No, 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 no. But, but you stopped doing that long, long I time did, ago. Because you know, I think when you do something for so long, you're almost doing it because like everyone's almost asking you to do it, and you like kind of like stop wanting to do it. Yeah, that's kind of where I was at. So I'll do it sometimes here and there. Yeah, but I'm not doing it like every single video. Like I felt like I had to do it. Right. You know, because it made people happy. And I'm like, wait, but it's not making me happy anymore. To this day, I still get comments saying. I wish you still sang that subscribe song. I and it do you ever, do you, ever me, do you ever have moments that you'll sing it? I not really. And I am always in a conundrum with it because I'm like, should I sing it? Right. Yeah, like, you're, like you're almost like, do I just do am it I to wrong? make people happy? Right. Am I wrong in not singing it anymore? Mm -hmm. I might be. Yeah, I feel the exact same way with with back in Field. I don't know. And like, honestly, and sometimes I will interchange it when I, in the moment it's there. The, when but you I'm tired of like doing it when I didn't want to. Just because you have to Just because I feel like I had to. That's why I didn't routine. like. Because it's routine. Because it's my prime routine. Yeah, I was like, I want to do it because my brows are filled and they look sickening. I and that. I felt the fantasy. Yeah. If I don't feel the fantasy, then I don't want to sing it. <laughs> then you're not going to sing it, I'm not singing it. Anyways, you guys, so how the fuck do you get canceled? As Let a creator, this you. is a big, this is a big <laughs> thing in like creator culture, influencer culture, celebrity culture, really, is being canceled. And I think I'm just gonna say it. I think in the beauty industry, it is just something people are so hungry for Rampant. because it happens so much in the beauty community compared to other communities, and that's mm -hmm. why I say that. Yes, it happens in other communities, but if we're comparing the amount of people in beauty that have been canceled versus other communities. It's no comparison. They don't compare. But the thing is, and I, and it's funny because I've talked to Laura about this. I was like, why Why do you think that is? I think it has a lot to do with the fact that the beauty community has this almost like facade, this rainbow over it, right? This like, this showy almost like vibe where it looks like, oh my God, look at it. It's like, everyone's pretty and everyone's like, it's a beauty community and it's supposed to be so beautiful and wonderful and stunning and gorgeous. And it's like, everyone's so sweet and amazing and happy right and I, I don't and that's like not what the reality is so i think that a lot of people see that and they're like you just look like you have it all so mm -hmm. people and i think people can get annoyed by that they can get maybe potentially jealous of that a lot of people can feel like a certain type of way about seeing these people being like 
I'm so pretty. I'm so glam. Look at all the things I got. Look at my Chanel bags. It's one of the it's most very showy. showy communities on the internet is beauty. It's and so I asked most. myself, because me and Manny were talking about that. And Manny was like, well, look how much, you know. Because we talked about the canceling thing. We're like, why is it the beauty community? Like, Always. it's so fiercely canceled. canceled. It's so fiercely canceled. And it's so sought after to be canceled. Mm -hmm. Like, people want it to happen. They love it. It's like juice. Yeah, it's it juicy. Gimme, 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 gimme. You know, it's like people are hungry for the cancellation, specifically in beauty. So we start asking ourselves why. And then Manny brought up, you know, the, the amount of showiness compared to other communities. So then I'm like, well, why is it? You know, these other communities make millions and millions of dollars. Why is it that beauty is so showy? And it's... It's I, I start to think and I'm like, well, compared to other communities, whereas you have communities that simply like David Dobrik, they just Bloggers, make content to gamers. blog. It is for your entertainment. Mm -hmm. They're not specifically selling you something. Beauty is one of the only parts of the Internet where it is consistently selling you something. So people know big money is consistently being made, whether it be through affiliation links, um, discount codes, sponsorships all those different avenues like money is being made whereas in other industries it's more made quietly it's the money the is made money it's under the way. table money they make it through their merch sales mm -hmm. they make it through their youtube views which isn't even something that comes up or is really spoken about you know what i mean totally. the money just happens because their consumer or the people watching the content isn't actually paying them it's the youtube that's paying them you know exactly. what i mean whereas like a, there's a product in the beauty skincare world it's an actual product that people are selling if you buy you use a link and it's the followers actual money yes that are paying people you know like mm -hmm. through buying the products and it's like compared to other industries it seems like everyone in beauty has their own brand mm -hmm. so like even more money to be made there like it's so common specifically in beauty for people to have their own brand exactly um, and, you know, the reason we've been talking about this kind of bringing this up is because of the Michaela situation that just happened, like, literally, what, last week, two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And it became this thing where Michaela, Michaela like Nogueria, I believe, is Nogueria. Nogueria? I think I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm not sure if I'm saying it right. I'm yeah. Sure um, but she's a TikToker who me and Laura know. And she is, like, one of the biggest TikToker beauty creators I think on the app, she if is not one, the biggest. I think she's definitely one of the biggest beauty influencers on TikTok. A hundred percent. So she kind of, you know, this whole like cancellation thing started happening because of an old video of hers popped up where she's like, try being an influencer, you know, try like X, Y, and Z. It was like, you can just tell that she was in a, a place where she was like just fed up and just like was kind of going through the gigs and she some had capacity. a rough day. She had a rough day and she was just like shook by it, you know? And so she said something that she, didn't mean and it was taken out of context because she had well. said that she works since like five, 6 a.m to 5 p.m that's mm -hmm. an 11 hour day and yep. like people cut it out where she's saying she just got off work at 5 p.m and then one is they treated the video which they always do in this in cancellations like she posted it yesterday exactly where she it posted happened years, this ago. years and years ago mm -hmm. and she just had a bad day and the, of course the internet took that clip they dug it up it. Out of nowhere, they mm -hmm. dug up this clip and they just ran with it and they started stitching it to videos of her opening all her designer bags mm -hmm. and like this luxury life she lives. And it was like, you're like saying it basically it offended hardworking people. A hundred percent. That was like where, where it, what happened was people saw that and they were like, how ungrateful of you, like how 
shitty view that influencers have it so much easier than the working class. That's kind of how the conversation started to go. Right? I feel like That's the like internet where it went. just like built that story too. 100%. Themselves. themselves. They, like Michaela yep. did not post this video to yesterday and which mm-hmm. is like going off and then, you know, recently showed all this designer stuff. The internet kind of took and mod podged it together to like build this case against, against Michaela. Michaela. Yeah. And the thing is the, the sound, like the, the sound clip went so viral. Um, people were making crazy videos about it. It became like this huge, huge, huge thing on TikTok where every video was literally about like canceling Michaela and being like how how horrible it is for her to be like so unappreciative of all the things that she has, right? Yeah. Like that's basically like, how dare you? Like where you work so much harder X, Y, and Z. At the end of the day, like there should not be a comparison between an influencer job and a ni- normal nine to five job. Like there's there's not a comparison just, between you it. Can't you can't even compare Me them. Me and Manny have done both. We've done them both. We lived in a world where we actually did the nine to five. Like yes. we did my hours were seven to five and then a half day because mm-hmm. that's what medical field is. And Manny's mm-hmm. done many jobs. He's also gone to college mm-hmm. and graduated. Like we've done all those things and mm-hmm. lived in the real world. And you cannot compare being an influencer. Is every job hard? Yes. Does every job have their downsides? Yes. But being an influencer, you can't. There's You cannot. You just can't because can't. there's so many perks. There's so, it, like, come on. It's There's hard times, there, but the perks outweigh and the even hardness. then, like a hard day being an influencer, baby, I'm building my dream. Uh-huh, your empire. No one fucking said I had to do mm-hmm. this. No one said I had to work this hard. These are my choices to build my empire, which benefits me. Mm-hmm. A real job, you're building someone else's dream. You're working uh-huh. for someone else. And the you man. Have, the man. You're working for the and man. And you have to be there to pay your bills. And you have to do the job they want you to do, not what you want to do, not your creative idea. You have to do their idea. Mm-hmm on their time and their hours for the rewards, which a lot of the time are lower than what they should be. Absolutely. And so that's kind of where this came from. This 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 topic came about because I was like, yo, we should like have this conversation about like cancel culture in general because this happening with Michaela, it just like sparked it in me to be like, well, what is cancel culture? What's, what is this accountability? What's, like, how does it work? So I feel like, by the way, Michaela is doing fine now. She like came back to the video coming back and she talked about everything. She's like took a complete accountability and she decided to take a break from the internet. So we're wishing Michaela the best wishes totally. ever. Totally. And and me and Manny both love Michaela. Yes. And we both think that her video was snatched up and mm-hmm. taken completely out of, context out of context in a way to tear her down. I just do. No, she's not perfect. Right. Yes, she had a bad day. Yes, I totally get how people who work hard were offended by it. I totally get that. And I'm not saying they shouldn't be. Totally. But at the same time, she's it's not perfect. Effect. She's not perfect. She's not like, perfect. And there was a snowball effect that happened with she it. She just complained and she shouldn't have. Exactly. So Which is like this and what she complained about something that a lot of people just can't relate to a lot way. bigger people have done a lot worse stuff and not gotten a freckle of the hate that she got exactly and that's like not okay exactly so you know when it comes to getting canceled like what is it so you have to almost be like relevant enough to get canceled you do no you, you do. do like you that's just what it is it. You, you have, have to be to, relevant enough to get canceled. So there's people that we hear all the time. You may an issue. They're like, I'm so scared to get canceled. I'm like, do you know how cancellations actually work, Babs? Getting hate and getting canceled is two different Completely things. Completely different things. Getting actual canceled, you have got to be on top of your game. You got to have a big the name peak out. Of your career. It's not even about, even about having a big name out there because a lot of people have a big name out there. You have to be relevant. 
Mm-hmm. So not only do you have to have high numbers, but you have to be the talk of the town 24-7. Let's name a couple people that actually could be canceled. I like think celebrities are like celebrities. Celebrity wise. Yeah, yeah. So like Kim Kardashian Kim can, be canceled. can get canceled. Kylie. Kylie Hailey um, Bieber. Haley, very relevant right Selena. now. Selena's relevant right now. Um people that are relevant in this day, Doja Cat. Doja Cat could be canceled very easily. Nicki Minaj. Um, very easily. I mean, obviously, there's like levels of like how big celebrities are. Where it's like, can it even be canceled? Who knows? But like, it's more so about the rele- the relevance. Are the rele- they the talk of the town mm-hmm. at this time in their life? Was Michaela and is Michaela? I should say is is Michaela the talk of the town right now? Yes. Yes. So especially that's, in beauty, that's where this comes from. That's where a lot of this stems from. Mm-hmm. Like one, you got to be really relevant at that time. Like you got to be the talk of the town. So like for People instance, be interested. Be let me name a celebrity. Let me name a celebrity that's like super fucking famous, but just not relevant right now. Like, like Kate Hudson. Right. Who famous doesn't know Cameron Diaz? Famous as fuck. Every, I mean, just like a list are famous, but not relevant right now. Not talked about constantly. Constantly, and so that's where we're getting out with like the word relevancy. Yeah, where they're like, are they in the media constantly right now in the news? always in it no matter what no they're not right we now. haven't heard a peep in a minute i heard a peep so it's like they're not going to be as relevant in this time right in this exact moment to be canceled because so the be like, oh shit the like, internet what? is not gonna latch on to a story with them because they're not relevant right now at this exact moment but when they have a show or a movie come out boom like there's things pop chance. up again but a lot of times like there's ebbs and flows with everything when it comes to relevancy too there's ebbs and flows with it mm-hmm. so that's kind of what we mean with like being relevant being talked about things going on in that moment same with like for example when me and laura how to deal with our shit in 2018, we were extremely, extremely relevant, relevant at that time because I was like, we the were always of our the talk on drama channels, talk. always. And that goes to show you levels of relevancy. Jacqueline Hill's gone through mm-hmm. it. Levels James, of James Charles, Tati, um, t- tons, 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 tons of people tons. that were in the beauty community. The, another thing that kind of needs to happen for like a cancellation to happen is like check marks. Yes. So we, we, we call them strikes. We call them like little mini baby strikes when it comes to. Um, things that happened to you. So for example, me and Laura had to deal with our shit in 2018, but before that we had scandals. We had mm-hmm. little tiny scandals that kind of happened along it the way. It felt like every week, whether something. I did something or didn't do something, a drama channel made a scandal. About you. Yes. And it got a lot of views. Always. And it got a lot of attention. And there was this like little clicks. mini stink. Yeah. This strike that you have, this accountability strike, if you mm-hmm. will, about you in some capacity, in some way. So- I feel like things like that have to happen before an actual like cancellation, like a big, big thing. I remember thing. we had one together. It, we were so early on in our mm-hmm, careers mm-hmm. and we were beginning to touch on this area where me and you were becoming very relevant and mm-hmm. a hot topic. And I remember we were walking somewhere and you had your Snapchat up and we both laughed and like that was a scandal. Yes. I remember we bought yes. goodies. We bought goodies Morphe from store. Morphe mm-hmm. to do a giveaway with our followers. And because I held a receipt in my hand and walked through the store, I then alluded that I bought it therefore I'm a liar and then that was a scandal uh-huh. so these scandals can be things that could be very mundane and small yeah but they build so that, that's the whole point of it so the whole point of this topic is that a lot of times with a big cancellation the people that have been canceled have had like little tidbits of things happening before that so because people love to use those old things against you in this like bigger thing mm-hmm. so for example like 
you know, when I got canceled, people were like using things that happened in my past to jump onto the scandal. So it like makes it more intense, more real. It's like, oh, look, well, like Manny's done this, this and this in the past. So he must be horrible. Right. So he they, we need to cancel him for real this time. It was like, oh, there's this on Laura. But you remember that time she lied to her audience and like said she bought stuff at Morphe. So she's a liar. She's a liar. We know she's dishonest. Dishonest. You remember that time she laughed with Manny MUA? Mm-hmm. I feel like she's not a sensitive person. Mm-hmm. So she's so it, she's a narcissist psycho yes. and a liar. Mm-hmm. And now this. So it was just kind of like they, you get these strikes and then it helps the internet build its case against you. Exactly. And so they're literally just like little like easy. Choo, 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 these little check marks, these little strikes that come against you. For example, like even with Michaela, people using things with Michaela, it's like, oh, well, Michaela, her voice used to be different. Yeah. Like, so like, oh, she's dishonest because it was like, oh, she just didn't feel as comfortable using you know, the voice that she really had, she was like, oh, I don't feel comfortable using it. But they use that, like, oh, she's a liar. Yeah. So it's like, just comments I was seeing, like, for Michaela, I was like, see, like, this is them using the previous strikes to jump on this bandwagon to cancel Michaela for this moment. Mm-hmm. Even though it's moments that happened years ago. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, well, it's a strike. So mm-hmm. we, it's always going to constantly be brought up to cancel someone. Same with, like, a lot of times that you see people getting canceled for things, they bring up their past because it's like, the strikes against them. Because it seems it because harder. it's like exactly to make it stick harder because it's like the one thing we're canceling them for just isn't enough to make enough. it as big as we want to get this thing going. Mm-hmm. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna try to stir up anything and everything we can. And so they go back to the past. Pull, yep. To and they pull up all the old scandals to be like, oh look, X, Y, and Z. Even though like honestly, a lot of the times those things that happened years ago, the people have grown from that, moved on from that, apologized for that. But it was the scandal that stuck. It was mm-hmm. still the strike that had happened. Mm-hmm. And even if they had been held accountable and it was just something to be like, yo, like this happened, fucked up, sorry about it. They'll still bring it up because it's helping their case stick. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's kind of like. So it's like, you know, it's validating why we're spewing hate on this person. It gives people validation. So people are like, well, it's okay for me to dog this person and leave online hate. I'm not a bad person. I'm not a bully because mm. look. Look what they did four years ago. Look what they did four years ago. Mm-hmm. And so, and so like, I, it's okay for me to do this. It gives them validation for it canceling does. It someone. gives them a reason. It gives them, they're rationalizing they're their rationalizing bad behavior. They're rationalizing their bad behavior. Mm-hmm. It gives the internet rationalization for bad behavior. Exactly. And so obviously me and Laura just speaking from like personal experience, what we see and like what we've just noticed around, things are obviously could be up in the air. Like for example, the whole Try Guy situation, Ned has never been in drama before, but he got canceled because mm-hmm. he cheated on his wife. There's moments and these, there's things that happen that are so fucking massive that it's like you got fucking wrecked and you got canceled for it because it was so like cheating or something like so beyond insanely just shitty and then you have the situations where you're like Michaela, where years ago she had a bad day and Mm -hmm. she vented about the stresses of being an influencer and she obviously shouldn't have and so Mm -hmm. it blows up in 2022 which she should be canceled for it which yeah and it's Mm -hmm. like turned into what i see as like a witch hunt against her totally it's like turned into that over a girl who was cranky and had a bad day years ago and i was like wait a damn minute now this now would y'all be treating anyone on the internet who had a bad day two years ago like this no you wouldn't but why are we doing this because of relevancy she's relevant and see she's how, like the biggest beauty tiktoker see how the circle yes were, there's were, this cycle it's just we're, we're, me, me and Laura will have these comments and i'm like yeah we'll like put two and two together and we're like the reason that she's like you know dealing with this and we're not saying that people can't be held accountable things 
hundred percent for sure. But the internet always takes things so far. That's the problem. That's the problem. Like people are never really held accountable because they take it so far to cancellation where they want to cancel them and like fucking destroy their livelihood. And I just don't think someone's livelihood should be destroyed over making mistakes. Not you know? especially mistakes like, like that. That, that like, are literally ridiculous. On. Like people can learn and grow, but what cancel culture doesn't do is they don't allow this. Cancel culture doesn't allow forgiveness and it, it also is blind. So with cancel culture, it doesn't matter what the true story is. It doesn't matter the details of the mm -hmm. story. It doesn't matter. Like for instance, Michaela's video being two years ago, that was that, never mentioned. No, 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 that didn't matter. And it, she all still said these it. little T channels that kept reporting on it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why won't y'all say when the video was posted? Mm -hmm. Like, why won't y'all say? Because it tears away from your story, making this yes. a big cancellation. You guys want to ask? Because I was always under the impression that she had just posted I thought this. she just posted it. I thought she just posted it. I was like, it. damn, girl. Because like, that's what? how they built the story out to be. With yes. cancel culture, that's how it works. There's no, like, so, like, I've always said, like, anyone who's talked about my cancellation and they put in all their inputs, they say all the things that I lost, all the mm -hmm. things that I did that were terrible. And I'm like, no one has ever gotten the story right and no one has ever told the full truth. And how that it was, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh, and no one, no one ever mentions that it was, like, 12 years ago, uh -huh. 10, 12 years ago. Like, mm -hmm. no. No one mentions that because that doesn't work for their Well, it doesn't story. work for the growth. It so doesn't people, work for the growth. People never take into account that people can grow from things. Like that's a huge thing. So people, a lot of the times as natural humans, we grow, we learn, we make mistakes and we move forward. Cancel culture doesn't really allow for moving forward from a mistake. Mm. They want you to stay stuck in your mistake. Mm -hmm. And that's just what it is. It's like, well, you need to lose everything that you've ever built for what you just did from your one mistake. Mm -hmm. I got canceled for being a quote unquote bad friend. Yeah. So that's like, I'm saying like a cancellation that I was like, why was I canceled so heavily for that? Because I was relevant. Relevancy. See, it all, it's like this vicious circle that mm -hmm. just keeps going around. Like, it like, wouldn't have, if I was a smaller creator, that would not have happened to me. In the same situation. I've, I've seen creators sit down and make horrible videos about another creator and, like, crickets. You don't hear anything about it because of levels of relevancy. Right. So it's like, I just think it's important for people to realize that when they are being a part of cancel culture, even though they're validating their story, realize what cancel culture is, how toxic it, it is, and when you're being a part of it. Because it's cancel culture is also blind and chances are you don't even know why you're angry at someone because you don't even have the true story you just mm -hmm. have this snowball, snowball story effect. that's fun to kind of feed into because it's online drama that doesn't affect you and your life but it drastically affects someone else but then people go oh well they're rich and that doesn't matter but in my opinion I I always and maybe this is just my belief and I think that's okay if it's just my belief but I believe what you put out comes back so I, I believe, believe if you constantly are feeding into drama online if you're constantly contributing and feeding into cancel culture while that may not directly affect you in your life I think in the long run that energy you put out that constant focus of where your mind's going which you're spending a lot of time focusing on the negativity on someone else, I think it does come back to you. I couldn't agree more. I think in ways that you'll never even know, whereas if you spent that time saying, oh, well, I'm sure there's more to the story, or, you know, I'm not like, going to get oh, myself yeah, that, involved. That could have been shitty, but, you know, maybe there's, you know, em empathy is so real. Yeah. Empathy is so real, and I think a lot of people lose out on empathy and sympathy and not realizing that, yeah, you might not be able to empathize with someone in that situation, but you can still sympathize with what's happening with them. And like, 
I will always feel for someone kind of going through a tough time because of what I went through because I can empathize with them. And we've even gotten so much backlash on this podcast mm -hmm. for like not joining in cancel culture and like saying like even in the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp right. thing, like whenever we would be like not just completely shitting on Amber, we wanted mm -hmm. to like hear her side more and kind of talk about her point she made. People will rip us apart because they're like, no, she's bad. And I'm like, yeah. I don't think either of them were perfect, right. but like we're going to play devil's advocate and we're going to go on both sides here and figure this thing out because like, but we even get shit for that because people don't want to hear that. No, sometimes they just want to jump on the bandwagon. It's the bandwagon. It's the bandwagon mentality and they want us to also jump on the bandwagon as well. And it's like, listen, do I think that, do we think that Michaela was like right in saying that those things? Like, no, like that's not something you need to say. But do I think her career he, should be destroyed over no, it? No, oh absolutely my not. God. So like, we just don't fall into that same bandwagon mentality because we've been through so many situations. We've seen the ups and downs sideways of so many things mm -hmm. that it's like, no, we just feel as a human being, like I actually feel emotions and mm -hmm. I feel for people when they're going through a hard time. Yeah. And like, yeah, I, I believe in accountability and being like, hey, if someone, like, let's say something I did offended someone and they messaged me and they're like, hey, like, not trying to like hurt your feelings or anything like that. I'm not trying to come for you. But I was like, you know, this kind of hurt my feelings and this is why I'm so much more receptive, receptive of like how something has come across to me. Cause mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, you're not coming at me to attack me in any way, shape or form. You're coming at me to like have a conversation, have a conversation to acknowledge something that's going on. And I'm so much more receptive of that because totally. I, you know, I'm not getting attacked. Right. The attacking mentality that happens with social, with cancel culture is where the issue lies. If someone was, if everyone was like, you know what, this could have been a bad thing and this is why it happened. Yeah. And understanding and explaining situations that happen, it wouldn't even be cancel culture. Right. It would be accountability culture. It would be accountability culture. And literally letting people know like why something hurt them and this could be why. And moving forward, you can have everything you got going on for you, but moving forward, this might be where you need to go with it, you know, maybe, you know, being more sensitive to certain things. And if that still isn't what you want and they're, let's say, not doing that, then don't follow them anymore. Then don't follow them. And at the end of the day, I've made mistakes. Manny's made, made mistakes. mistakes. You've made mistakes at home. And the thing is, we're going to continue to make them. We're going to keep making them. We're going to keep doing things that aren't perfect. They're not right. And that's because we're human beings. Absolutely. And Michaela's going make to mess up again. She's going to mess up again mm -hmm. because Michaela's she's also very young. She is a human being and she's going to make mistakes. We're mm -hmm. all going to make mistakes. And so, you know, I think, of course, the Internet is notorious for one thing, and that's taking things too far. And trying and, to take people down. Yeah. Yeah. And like 100%. So people love an underdog, That's just what though, cancel culture is. They love an underdog until you make it. But they, they only love an underdog. Mm -hmm. um, but let's talk a little bit before we close about like coming back. So yeah. I'll tell you this. I I think I don't know all the answers to coming back. Clearly. We, don't know, we don't know all the, all answers, the answers to like anything. I can this, just by the way. tell we you. We just can see from our experience. I think proven over time, proving change. I, I think that's the best comeback. Over time, too. proving to the people you love and your audience that love you change. Period. I, I couldn't agree more. I just don't That's know. That's what I feel. I, I don't think there's a right way. You can say you're sorry to the dogs come home, but I personally think just giving it time and proving change. Now, let's say Michaela comes back on next week and complains again about being an influencer. Clearly the message was not gotten, but obviously that's not gonna happen and over time, and I think she already has because that video was fucking old, mm -hmm. that she's learned, she had already learned, she like learned that's not so the way to go lessons. about it. She yes. had already learned and as 
had I and as had you. Mm-hmm. But um, I think over time, proving change. The hard part too is as creators, obviously like we were saying, people make mistakes all the time, every single day of their lives and they learn from them. Creators do that in the public eye. So they're making these mistakes that humans normally make. Every day. Beca- every single day, but every because day. they're creators and they're putting their life online, people see it and they have an opinion on it, you mm-hmm. know? And of course they, they reap so many benefits from being creators, but also imagines like some of the backlash that they get from making mistakes that humans naturally make mm-hmm. to the public, to mm-hmm. thousands of people being like, you shouldn't have done that. It's like, oh yeah, I, I knew that once I had made the mistake and now here I are. It's like, so public. It's such a public but thing. But while people, like how many times has someone complained about a hard day that actually wasn't that hard compared to other people? How many times has a that happened? Times. And there was no punishment. There's always and someone going the through the The punishment was their friend going, now girl. Come on. Come on. And that was like, the punishment be, to make them realist. realize. And that's all it really took was an honest conversation with a friend. But when it's on the internet and you do it, you do it to thousands and thousands of people, potentially millions of people. Mm-hmm. And then you have to reap the repercussions of millions of people's opinion on that. When so it was a simple thing. When it was a, a really lot of the times, at the end of a, a most lot of the time, of it's the a times, simple, like, there oh, are shit. those times when it is a big deal. Absolutely. You know? And then there are the times when it's taken, when cancel culture just takes it away. And takes it way and too far. And runs with it, honey. And they run with their stories, you know, that, and they make things, they twist situations and they make things way bigger than what they are in order to build a case for negative behavior online. 100%. And we're not promoting negative behavior online, but like people just do things. Like you're never, no one's perfect. No, no one's, one's perfect. perfect. And like I was saying the whole, like people love an underdog until they make it. Like mm-hmm. for example, when, Someone, let's just say like there's a creator, a smaller creator, and they've been building and building and building and they've been getting to a point, they get to an they get to a point where they can afford the first high end bag. Uh-huh. And they show it and they're like, I bought my first high end bag. All the comments are like, oh my gosh, Ooh, fuck yeah, oh this is so God, fucking cool. Yes, like bitch. you're such an underdog, you made it. Like you did they that, get girl. To, exactly. You and they let's say they get to five million followers, they have five bags now, and the comments are like, Oh, like, cool, like we get it. Like now, now it's, it. now it's, we get it. We get it. You know, because, it's but we you were it. the underdog until you made it. And now we're like, we and don't want to see wants, it. And then they want to tear you down we again. We don't want to see it. We don't and care anymore. And as a matter of fact, we would like to get you back to get where back. you were. Cause get that's back how, to you were, you, you were more normal back then. Yeah, yeah. We liked you more back then. Yeah. It's comments like that, that it's this really weird, vicious cycle of they love an underdog till they make it, they make it, they want to take it back down. It's this weird it roller coaster. And they and cancel culture is used like a tool to do that. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's a weird time online. And all that we ask is be very, very aware of what you're tapping into whenever mm-hmm. you choose to be involved in canceling someone and contribute to their cancellation. A hundred percent. And like uh, like same even me and Laura, like we even in the podcast when we talk about things going on, like rapid fires, things like that, like we're aware of what we're saying. Mm-hmm. We've been through so much hard times and we can tell, you know, when things are so like ridiculous outlandish, I'm like, girl, that's fucking ridiculous. Come on now. And we can tell when things are like real and intense and deserve a harsher topic yeah. conversation, you know? Yeah. And a little bit more criticism. Like, yeah. just realize that there's always But we never just it. downright shit on someone and like no. dog them unless they're Adam Levine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, again, but I'm just all- kidding. That was a joke, guys. No, totally, totally. But there's, but there's and like, again, like even with the Adam Levine situation, like there's we always- We even like in our last situations. episode followed up and are like, I don't think that this was a big deal to his wife. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. we always try to like see out the story for what it actually is. 
Exactly. And we just try to make it a topic of conversation, just like we're doing today about cancel culture. Just open conversations. I think it's really important. Like, I feel like humans kind of forget that having different opinions are okay. Yeah. And it's super normal. And, you know, having an open topic of discussion is normal. Yeah. Um, And that, you know, not... You might not agree all the time with every single thing, but as long as you understand that as a human being, like people deserve respect and you just like you deserve respect, that's all you can kind of move forward with, you know? And it's like, think of it too. Like if you follow someone and love them so much and if they disappointed you so much with like complaining about a rough day, what would you say to a friend that complained about a rough like, day when it indeed wasn't? Get it together. Then, that, yeah, it's like you don't you don't need to lose your whole career for that. Or you don't really like shit on someone completely. Yeah, like for that. Take a dump and make ten videos on them. Mm-hmm. Not needed. Not it's needed. not it's not needed. It's not necessary. And in my world, you're building yourself a case of bad karma. And I know mm-hmm. it's like may not have a direct effect on you. And a lot of people don't believe in what comes around goes around. I, I just do, and so I, I have to stand by that. Like, I think you're shitting on yourself when you shit on someone else because it comes back in a weird way. In some capacity. It does because, like, there could be an opportunity you're not seeing because your energy and time is focused on this negative situation, mm-hmm. and there could be something really positive and an opportunity that you're not seeking. or You just never know that you're missing because your energy's over here. And in order to, like, see this opportunity or see this person you can connect with or see something, you're missing it because of where you put your energy. Mm-hmm. So I'm really big on, like, trying to keep your energy in a good place, you know? And there's moments where I'm sure you have bad t- places. That's being a human. And bad moments. That's what being human is. And all my self-help books, it talks about allowing yourself to be upset, allowing yourself to get sad, allowing yourself to get angry, and then move the fuck on. Absolutely. You guys, you, I cannot even tell you the amount of times I'll send Laura. I'll be like, Laura. Oh, I'm like, give to it to bitch. me. Give it to me. I'm like, give it to me. I need to be a bitch right now. I need to let out the demons, and then I, need to, and then I can move on. And then we normally I, come to a consensus yes. on it, and then we move, and then on. move on. And I think that's so normal, and just like getting... Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you got to expel it, ex- get it out. Get it out. And then let the and good then in. And then let it go. it makes go. room for the good. Let it the fuck. It does. It, makes it does. Have your, like. Get it out. And like, truly, it, all my self-help books, they mention in a different way, but the same premise is, mm-hmm. sure, be upset. Don't live a perfect life. You're like, I'm going to be happy all the time. Mm-hmm. Be upset, but fucking move on. Exactly. I appreciate the, the emotions, you know, like have them because i've even caught myself being like so caught up and be like i'm not gonna let this destroy my day yes but i'm like no i'm fucking mad i'm I'm gonna be mad for 30 minutes and then i will move on yep and this will not take over my mind and it Mm. will not take over my day but i will be mad and i'm gonna and i'm gonna be fuming make sure you know oh i'm gonna be fuming (laughs) and then i move on and then you can move on and you know it just gradually I think it's so important to move on. But we wish the best for Michaela just because we mentioned her a bit in this because that was a relevant thing that just obviously happened. And And that's what kind of started the topic. Me and Manny love her and Mm. we think she's doing amazing Mm -hmm. and we think she's going to make more mistakes and we're going to make more mistakes and you're going to make more mistakes. We all are. Like we all are. And we have to, you guys, grace is so real. We have to have grace for people. We really, really do. And we have to understand when things are coming from and. Treat others how you want to be treated. Exactly. Treat others how you if want to be treated. If you really made it big and started succeeding, how would you want people to treat you? And also, like, imagine it so happen, happen, happening so rapidly. Yeah. People, like, don't have, like, it's not easy for everyone. Yeah. You know? And, like, imagine the blow up, like, for example, Michaela had in two years. Mm-hmm. Like, that, all that happened in two years, and she had to make all these decisions, these 
everything going on in two years. But also you notice she hasn't made a video like that in two years. So she obviously learned mm -hmm. somewhere in there, somewhere without the internet's criticism, she learned not the time, not the place for my complaints. And to, and to keep without it Without being canceled, exactly. she learned that. Now, exactly. if she had continued to post videos like that all the time, maybe not, but she didn't. She made the one video mm -hmm. and she clearly learned along the way without the internet's cancellation. You know, this isn't the time and place for this. And moved yes, on. Yes, absolutely. And she and moved on. And then it was brought up. And then it was brought up. Exactly. And the thing is, too, you know what's crazy to me? Is that like I saw this video on TikTok and it was like saying how like you think your job is hard because it's your job. Yeah. And like at the end of the day, it's the truth. Like my makeup for me was like my passion and something I love doing. And it was before I found it and then became my job. And I was like, shoot, this is my work. Like it, be it there's a switch that changes. Like it's your job. So things become harder mm -hmm. because when you start doing it for a living, you you have to do it. Mm -hmm. So like, of course you're going to think it's hard, but it doesn't mean that other jobs aren't hard or harder. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. that's not, that doesn't mean X, Y, and Z just because Michaela said that, Oh, I, like fuck having an influencer was really hard. I had a hard nine to a nine to five. Like it was, in, it was intense. That doesn't take away from someone else's hard experience. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally doesn't. But anyways, that's our episode on it. As always, we want to hear your comments. We would love. You guys have written through us through blood, water, tears, mm -hmm. bad days, good days. Mm -hmm. And I think like I, I, I have a lot of brands. I have a lot of agents. I have a lot of managers. I have a lot of people comment on my audience. And they talk about what a great audience I have. Mm -hmm. And as do you. Same. And I'm like, well, they've been through a lot with me. Same. And first, I think with like us. the people that are with me now are like. They ride. They're my people. They're your You riders. know what I mean? And that's why they're so fucking great. Because they like get you. Like they, they get, get your vibes me. and they've been they've with been you. Through. Well, when you go through something with someone or you experience. Traumatic. Yeah. They're just, it's just like on another level. Do you know bond. what I mean? It's, we have a trauma bond here. We have a trauma bond. We have a trauma and bond. We have a and trauma we bond. have a trauma bond. Mm. And I just want to say, I love you guys. Same. And I know Manny does too. Mm -hmm. Like we love you the guys. Most. We talk about you guys. And you guys have helped us make this podcast such a fucking success. Oh, so. and so fun for us. Like literally. And it's funny because I'll have moments like even like today, I was like, I'm nervous to talk about this. Like I'll have moments when I get freaked out. And I'll get in my head about things. And I'm like, why? Like literally like y'all are so fucking like, cool. I feel like they get where we're coming they from do. when we talk about things. I you know too. what I mean? Like I get like 99% of the time our audience gets where we're coming from and they get what we're trying to say. And we're always trying to say in like a, a way like understanding and trying to get our point across and not ever coming from a bad place. And I think that people can see that. Yeah. I think that people know, yeah. like they can tell intention. I think intention is so important. Intention is um, important. It's like super, super important. And so I think that if we have bad intentions for stuff, like, yeah, for sure. But if we don't and we want like to, you know, talk about things and learn and grow. Mm -hmm. And like, I think even if we said the wrong thing, people would understand. Yeah. You know, totally. So that's just what that is. And we, we love, love you guys, guys we so love you much. so much. Leave a comment. We'd love to hear your guys' thoughts, what you guys think about cancer culture, what you guys think of it, how it works in your guys' heads. We just kind of wanted you guys to dive into some Our influencers <laughs> yeah. who have dealt with it and yeah. kind of seeing how it flows on online now. Like right. Where where it's it at goes. now. Where it's at now. Because apparently I thought it had I thought it had come down, but it's still going strong. Rampant. It's rampant. It's still very rampant. So Yep. We love you guys, and we'll see you guys on our next episode. Bye guys. Bye. Manny, you know how we're always looking out for the perfect drink, whether it's a cocktail or mocktail? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have two words for you. Taste salud. 
Oh my God, Laura, are we telling our listeners our secret? Find this soon? Yes, we can't gatekeep any longer. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, picture this the convenience of an on the go mocktail drink mix that's just waiting for a splash of tequila to turn it into a delicious cocktail. <laughs> that sounds like our kind of party. You know, obviously, mocktails for me and cocktails for you. Isn't the taste shocking? Their Paloma and Strawberry Margarita mocktails taste just like the real deal. So, the gag is not only is the taste amazing, what about the fact that the calories? Okay, let's talk about the calories. Salud drinks mixes only have one gram of sugar and take the thinking out of the decision making. We're so done drinking our calories in 2024. Yes, we are. Also, the thought of everything, taste, convenience, and all the added benefits like hydration, immunity in your cocktail. Mm-hmm. It's a serious, serious game changer. So whether it's a cocktail with a kick or a mocktail that tastes like a dream for us sober dolls, Salud has us covered. They're the absolute best. That's why Manny and me love them. If you're ready, to try the best mocktails out there, head to tastealude.com and use full 10 for 10% off your first purchase. Cheers to that. And honestly, cheers to authentic flavors. Let's drink to good taste and good health. 